in the zone? Na 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 in the zone. Ooh, nice. That's the new jingle right there. <laughs> you inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now all we need is to have Batgirl drive by on the Bat Cycle. All we need is Batgirl riding the, on the Bat Cycle with Norton on the back saying, Norton! <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, throw in Barbara Eden, I Dream a Genie, and, and, and we got ourselves a great show here. Yeah, absolutely. We're going back <laughs> to the 60s, baby. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, this this week, this episode, we are going to do uh, a retrospective, I guess is the best way to do it. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, one of our favorite actors. Um, and my favorite candy. Yeah. I mean, the greatest candy out there, of course, is John. John Candy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Love John um, Candy, man. Uh, love him. Uh, I, I miss him very, very much. Uh, I was very sad when I heard that he passed away. I mean, I don't even know how many years it's been, but... 94. Wow. Wow. I mean, I was I was totally heartbroken. Um, loved him. Loved him from the get-go. Um, just... You know, you know to, to me, he looked like the type of guy... You could hang out with him. Like he, he looked like he would always have a smile. He'd always crack a joke. He just looked like a genuinely nice guy. Like yeah. that was the impression I had of him. Yeah, you know, I think you, you get some of that impression, uh, kind of based on what all the characters he played, right? For the most yeah, part. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was kind of thinking about it, like his 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 style and his like his character. To me, it was sort of like he was kind of like the everyman. You know, he was kind of like. You know, just a guy who, you know, he had his troubles, this and that, you know, troubles that a lot of us normally, you know, have day to day. But he, he just always kind of had a positive outlook, like like whatever was going on, he would never really let it get him down. And, uh, you know, and I just kind of imagined that's probably just how he was in general, just just the type of guy that he was. Yeah. What what was uh, what was the first thing you saw him in, or your first sort of memory of him? The first thing I remember, uh, like, okay, right, so the first movie I remember seeing him in, and uh, was the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Now that's like one of his real early movies. I mean, he didn't really have a huge part in that movie, but mm-hmm. I do remember seeing him in it. I mean, the Blues Brothers I love, but if I'm talking the best movie I think I've seen with him, well, not best movie, but the first one where he's really kind of starring in it, uh, yeah, Brewster's Millions. Oh, okay. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I remember him in the Blues Brothers. He was uh, Jake's parole officer. Yeah. And yes. yeah. And he, yeah, again, he had a really small part in it, but it was very just his, his delivery. Like, like that's what I remember. Like the, the scene where, you know, they're, they're basically, you know, there's like 90,000 cops and they're chasing Jake and Elwood and the, the good old boys and their RV, like everybody's chasing the blues brothers and the, the cop car that John Candy's in, they go off the road and they end up in the back of the semi. And I just remember him, you know, he's like laughing, he's like chuckling and he's like, you know, give me the radio. And he's like, this is uh, what car are we? The guy's like car 12. This is car 12. <laughs> We're in a truck. And I, it's just like a simple line, like the way he delivered it. It's like, I just, I can't forget that one scene. It's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's again, you know, that's and that's just a small role we're talking about. Um, yeah, one, I guess one of his first first real roles was probably before that. 
Stripes, mm-hmm. right? Would you think Stripes was his first big role? Uh, I mean, he, again, he was kind of a supporting, you know, I mean, that was like Bill Murray and, and Harold Ramis. That was their film. But yeah. he, he was a supporting character and he was... He was a very yeah. He was Dewey Oxberger. I mean, you 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 can't forget him. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> he had the. I, I love the. Uh, you know, because knowing that we were going to talk about this, of course, I go to YouTube's, go to the YouTube's, and I look up, and there's the scene where they're all kind of sitting around uh, first day of basic training. They're all introducing themselves, and he introduces himself, and he has a line where he says, uh, "He's like, he's like, now, I don't know if you fellows realize it, but I have a bit of a weight problem," and they're all. <laughs> And he says, he says to, uh, he just says to them, he's like, yeah, my doctor says I swallow, a sw- I swallow a lot of aggression and a lot of pieces. <laughs> you know, and he has like that laugh and it's like that. And, and you know, the, the, the lean me, I'm going to be a lean, mean fighting machine. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, John Candy, he had, I mean, he, I guess he, he kind of really started at second city. Is that I mean, yes. kind of like where he starts to, you know, build his craft. I mean, he's, did a bunch of other stuff prior to that but really mm-hmm. uh, i think second city was his first you know true breakout and second city is basically the chicago version of of uh saturday night live am i right with that i think it's well i know there's i i know there's there's a yeah second city i think it originated in chicago but i think he was in because you know for those that don't know i mean he was he was canadian yeah, uh, he liked bacon too. He <laughs> loves that Canadian bacon. Oh, I think he liked a lot more than bacon. I mean, he was, he was, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, like Dewey Oxberger said, he had a bit of a weight problem. Um, but yeah, I think he was on the because, and and that's the thing too. He was on the Canadian. It was basically the Canadian version of of Saturday Night Live, and you know, he was on there with guys like Martin Short. Um, oh boy, I am totally drawn a blank now um martin short was on that show um rick i think it was was rick moranis on that rick moranis yes like rick moranis was on that show yeah a lot of uh eugene levy uh who played you know if you don't hear the name you know he was the dad from american pie that was eugene levy um you know a lot of these guys got their start there on uh sctv but uh I think Stripes was probably the one where people started to notice him. And, and Brewster's Millions, that was, oh, my God, that was that was a great film. Him and Richard Pryor just, yeah. I mean, again, I mean, I really can't really think of too many films that he was in that I didn't like. No, no I mean, I, you know, again, you know, some of the movies you actually forget that what he was in. But if you let's we'll just talk about some of his movies or run some down. But think about this run. OK. Mm-hmm. 1985 to 1989. Okay. Brewster's Millions. Great movie, yeah. Summer Rental. Oh, yeah. The Volunteers. Oh, with Tom Hanks, I think yeah. he was. Yeah, okay, I remember that one. Armed and Dangerous. You know what? I mean, I know some people kind of tread. I, I saw that one in the in the theaters, and I, I loved it. I loved that film. It's and it was those, because of him. It's one of those movies that, you know, in 1987... You hated it, but in 2018, you're like, that's the funniest crap I've watched, right? Oh, he was, I mean, he was absolutely hilarious in that film. Um, I mean, uh, you know, just talk about memorable scenes, you know, he, um, he's basically, he's, he's basically, he's trying to come to the rescue. He's trying to foil like a big bank robbery or something. 
and he's running through traffic with this huge handgun and he's asking anybody for a ride and there's like a car of teenagers and they're like you know get out of here fatso and he like blows a hole in their tire or something like that just i mean comedy gold Got yeah comedy and gold. And he did that with eugene levy which is kind of like his like kind of breakthrough i think too and you also yeah. was in that movie uh meg ryan was in that yes, movie i believe man. yeah meow <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you, you think about okay so well go, that movie may not be great but the casting's really great um yes again everybody's kind of like a clunker clunker he did little shop of horrors right after that then probably three of his best movies go ahead Spaceballs. of course yeah we talked about that one yeah planes trains and automobiles classic film john hughes film yeah and the great outdoors and the great outdoors wow and then i mean other films that he did yeah because i thought you were going to mention this one i mean i think the one that he is probably most famous for uncle buck mm-hmm. that scene in the in the school with funky oh. comedina playing <laughs> <laughs> that is a that's a great movie too i mean he's that you know, that's that he reminds me of like one of my uncles in that movie, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, he was he was he was very uh, uncouth. He was, uh, you know, he was definitely his own man. But heart of gold. I mean, you know, think about think about the premise of that movie. You know, he's he is uncle to these children, you know, you pretty much you learn that really since uh, his brother got married, he's really never had touch with his family because uh, I think it's like um, his sister-in-law, you know, she doesn't think very highly of him at all. And, you know, there's a family emergency and they call on him like, you know, in a jam to come and watch the kids. You know, some family members might be like, man, I haven't seen you in like 10, 15 years and now you need my help. He drops everything he gets over there hasn't seen any of these kids in years and you know he he like loves them from the get-go he protects each and every one of them i mean it's a it's a very funny film but it's also a very very touching film too yeah it's very much so and you know that's another movie where we get a, a, another actor's kind of start uh macaulay calkin right oh my god oh yeah yeah when you know before he, i think this is before he hits his face right yeah, this is before. Yeah, before they uh, before they leave him at home. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's one of the things about John Candy that I like in his movies. Good. So you know he's obviously we've talked about this. He's probably three, four hundred pounds, right? Easily, yeah. But yeah. in some of his movies, especially the ones like where he's a dad, he has yeah. like some of the hottest moms. He gets some of the hottest girls. Like, it's always a nice, good-looking blonde as the mom or someone that he's, like, attracted to and they end up being together, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. it's it's he's He has definitely been surrounded by some very beautiful women over his career that he's either married to or, you know, dating or interested in. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely a ladies' man, you know, that John Candy. Now, you know, we talked like, like this before in other with other actors and stuff. I don't think he ever went to the serious role, did he? Maybe Delirious? Was it Delirious that might have been? Um, the, like, Or I know he had oh. a part in JFK, but 
He did have a part in JFK, but he did have a serious film, which was actually a very good film called, I believe it was called Only the Lonely. Um, He starred opposite, and I believe it was Ali Sheedy that he starred opposite of. And I think uh, Jim Belushi was in it. He basically, he was a Chicago cop who, you know, he's he's a cop. He's in his 30s. He's single. His mother is very, very controlling of him. Um... He's, I mean, I don't really want to say he's a mama's boy, but she really, she really puts pressure on him, sort of like not to go out and date and really not to leave her. And he meets Ali Sheedy, and, and they fall in love. And it's, it's, you know, there's there's definitely some funny moments in it, but it was actually, you know, it, it was really, I guess, a dramedy is probably the best way to to put it. And he was excellent in it. He he really, when he was very serious in those films, like there's a scene where he was going to ask Ali Sheedy to marry her. And then I think the mom like faked a heart attack or something to really try to prevent him from doing that. And he confronted her about it and kind of like basically said, he's going to be his own man and, and she needs to like really let him go. And it's, it's an excellent scene. And he's, I mean, yeah, we know him as a very funny guy, but he, he was actually an excellent, I think he was an excellent actor. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, again, another actress on his, uh, that's playing you know, his opposite, another mm-hmm. beautiful woman at the time, Alice Sheedy, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I mean, this this movie, again, but he doesn't take that turn like Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I just saw Mission Impossible preview, so it's probably <laughs> in my head. Um, I know. You know like I, Tom, I, Tom Hanks, Robin Williams. I don't know. Do you think he's funnier than these guys? Do I think he's funnier? I think he, you know, I think it's more of a different, style like when i look at a robin williams to me he's like he's an ad libber he's like a riffer like whatever pops into his head he he does it's almost like it's almost like like with robin williams they're like um okay in this scene uh we need you to kind of walk across the room and just whatever just just do whatever and he'll do it um i to me john candy was more of you know he had like a very natural kind of a humor like for me it was the way he used his voice like the way like when he would kind of sort of like hit a punchline or something like he had like an inflection in his voice um his timing was like perfect like he had like perfect timing uh and he had that laugh like that like kind of like that <laughs> like you know I, I can't even you know I, yeah, I, I know what you mean <laughs> yeah i just like when he would do like that laugh, and like he does it in uncle buck you know and it's it's just to me, that's really what he was. It was like, it was, I don't want to say it was a subtle kind of humor, but it was like, whatever the situation was, he could kind of like change his voice a little bit or change the way he delivered things. Hilarious. Just absolutely hilarious. And yeah, think about his, his uh, teaming up. Like he's, I guess he's more of the sidekick in a lot of these movies, but you think about mm-hmm. um, Planes, Trades, and Automobiles, Steve Martin, Brewster's Millions, uh, uh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah. Um, Spaceballs. He was probably the probably lead there. But uh, Great Outdoors. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. With I him, mean, Dan. Yeah. You know, he's doing some movies with some top-notch people here, and he can he's holding his own. Oh, absolutely. But you know what? He's he. I like again. You know, he did Uncle Buck, where he was on his own, and he did another one on his own, which a lot of people don't really remember this. And for me. I mean, I love Uncle Buck. I think Uncle Buck is a great movie. But if I were to say my favorite movie of John Candy, it's 
who's Harry Crumb? Oh, that's the one. He's like the uh, private investigator, right? Yes, yes. And he, I mean, he is, he's the man in that movie. And he carries it from start to finish. Um, You know, basically, if you've never seen, spoiler alert, if you've never seen Who's Harry Crumb, he basically, he is a, he's a uh, private investigator. Uh, It's actually... The, the crumb detective agency has been in his family for years, but he's sort of not really the black sheep of the family. But again, I guess because of the way he looks, the way he acts, like nobody expects much from him. He's stuck out in some branch office and he's actually called to solve this big kidnapping case. And, you know, he does all these disguises and different characters and he, he takes on this very serious detective tone, but he, he does it to great comedic effect. It's just, Start to finish, he rules that film, and I mean, it's 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 a film that I probably know it by heart, but I will watch it every time, and absolutely love it every time. I, I've only I think I've only seen that movie once or twice, mm-hmm. um, but I'll be honest, my favorite movie with him is mm-hmm. hands down Spaceballs. Uh, again, in that that range, I mean, if I had if I had to pick something other than Spaceballs, I right. think Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was second just because he, yeah. play, he plays a little bit different role, but he's still like the funny fat guy. Yeah. I mean, he is, but again, it's, you know, he's, um, you know, again, if you think about that film, you know, he's helping out a complete stranger, try to get home. And Steve Martin is really very, I mean, mean he's a jerk. He's a I mean, jerk. he's a jerk to him. Absolutely. And, you know, at, at any point, because you really see that again, and I think this is sort of like a trait of his character. Like people look at his whatever character he's playing and are thinking like, hey, he's a loser. He doesn't know what's going on. You know, he bails out Steve Martin multiple times in that film and Steve Martin still dumps on him almost up until the end. And if you think about it at any point, he could sort of say, hey, you know what, pal, let's go. Good luck getting home. I'm out of here, you know, and he. Heart of gold, like he really wants to see Steve Martin get home to his family for the holidays, and he does it. And it's yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, it's a fantastic film. Um, you know, again, that those roles where he's the lead is very is very obviously they're very good. I think some mm-hmm. of the, you know, some of these movies that you see with him in it that he's just kind of like um, like a guest spot for a second. You always remember him being in the movie, like Home Alone. You remember him being the polka king of the Midwest. You know, oh, yeah. he's the police oh, yeah. officer and uh, follow that bird. And the only reason I know that because my kids watched that when they were younger. <laughs> but you, you, you're you surprised when you see him in there. And then you're like, well, now I remember him from the next time you see it. It's like, oh, yeah, he was in that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Because he, he's just so memorable. He just, yeah, when he does like kind of those surprise cameos, it just like, it makes a good movie get that much better like he really kind of brightens up the film from the time you see him yeah absolutely absolutely <clears throat> he, he is kind of like that you know he is kind of like that favorite uncle that you know because i had an uncle uh who was like you know a wicked sense of humor and if there was ever sort of a family get together uh you know when my uncle howard rest in peace when he would when he would show up you know this party just got better because, you know, he was always with the jokes, telling it like it is, but at the same time, heart of gold, he would ask how you were doing and, and, 
you know, he knew he pretty much knew everything that was going on. If, if something had happened a few months earlier, he'd ask you about it and how everything was. And, you know, that was kind of like John Candy. It's like he's the funny guy, but he's also the very kind of loving and caring guy. And like, you know, if you're somewhere and he comes through the door, it's like my day just got better. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, how would you say that, uh, you know, in regard? So we know that John Candy, obviously, in this this group of famous actors, comedians, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, mm-hmm. John Belushi, Jim Belushi, go and, you know, go a whole gambit if you want to. Do you think, uh, how do you compare him to like Chris Farley? I mean, it's no secret that Chris Farley idolized him. I mean, and, and I, you know, on the surface, it's like, okay, they're two, you know, for lack of a better term, they're two funny fat guys, but they're fat you know, guys in little coats. <laughs> absolutely. Well, hey, Chris Farley originated it, you know? And, and the thing is, is Chris Farley, he was clearly a much more physical actor, a physical comedian than John Candy. I mean, you know, you know, he taking Pratt Falls and flipping around and, and you know, just, just running wild. Um, you know, but he too, he kind of like John Candy, you know, the, the way he would use his voice to sort of deliver lines and like change his speech patterns to really like make that joke that much funnier. I think he did kind of try to pattern himself after John Candy. Um, but you know, I don't know. Like if, if you were to ask me like, who do I think is better? I, I'd have to go with John Candy. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. just, he's, he's the, he's the original fat guy in a little coat, you know? <laughs> yes. And you know, it's funny cause like Farley's, it's like when we talk about the Hall of Fame and who gets in and their resumes. Obviously, John Candy's resume is a lot longer than Chris Farley's. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of remember Farley. You, you can remember both of them. I mean, I think they're both great. I, I was very sad when both of them passed away, to be perfectly oh, absolutely. honest with you. Um, but, you know, it's... I, I don't know. John Candy, you know, when I see a movie with him, kind of really warms my heart. Um, I, I love Home Alone. I'll, I'll admit that. But when I see his character, he laughs my, I laugh my butt off because I, he just those. He's got five lines in the movie, and it's memorable ones, you know. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. Like Stripes, Stripes, funny, funny movie. The scenes with John Candy is Dewey Oxberger. I mean, it just, it's like I mean to me, I think that was his breakout role. Like he. They just could have been like, ah, eh, we need some funny guys in the background to back up Bill Murray and Harold Ramis. And again, you know, without John Candy in that movie, it's a funny movie. I mean, it's, you know, Bill Murray, one of his classic, you know, roles. But John Candy made it that much funnier. And, you know, some of those background or sidekick characters, you know, you forget who most of them are. But, you know, Dewey Oxberger. The, the mud wrestling scene. I mean, come on, you're you're, you're never going to forget that scene. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because you know. what, what I loved about that scene is when the the military police come and bust it up, and they're all outside, and John Candy is like in his long johns, covered in mud, and they're trying to pass it off like, oh, we thought this was a, a book club. Uh, didn't you guys think this was a book club? And he's like acted all innocent, <laughs> and he's like in his long johns, covered in mud. It's like, okay, pal, whatever. I mean, it's just it's funny stuff it funny is funny stuff. stuff so now he's got his last three movies that he was in cool runnings uh wagons east canadian bacon i mean i think cool runnings is um one of those uh kind of on the border of being a hidden gem you think 
Uh, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth with that one. Uh, it could be, I guess, a hidden gem. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy about it. It's It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, oh, hey, yeah. I mean, if I'm flipping the channels and it's on, I might flip ahead a couple more channels to see what else is on. And Okay, nothing great. I'll, I'll watch it, but I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it. And what about so? See, what about Wagons East and Canadian Bacon? Now, I, I, I'll tell you. Whenever a great actor or actress, like whenever we find out that you know, either during or shortly after a, a film they pass away, you know, it's either you know, like, like, look, the case of Heath Ledger. His last film is The Dark Knight. I mean, went out with a bang. Probably his greatest role ever. He'll he'll always be remembered. And then I'll look at, like, John Candy and be like, really? Like, Wagons East and Canadian, like, these are his last films? Like, it's almost like, nah, I really shouldn't have ended like that for him. I, I just, you, you know, as much as I love him, like, I really can't watch those films because I just feel like, nah, he was better than that. <laughs> so what's his worst movie? Oh, God, what's his worst movie? You know what? I can't remember the name of it. And he had a bit part. And, uh, he was he was more of a supporting character, and it was with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, uh, where they kind of get lost in New Jersey, and they end up in this weird little town where Dan Aykroyd's like the mayor, and he's like this old crinkly guy, and I you know I can't even remember the name of it. It was it was just it was a horrible horrible film, and. You know, he kind of plays like the chief of police of this town, and he even kind of looks like, "Why am I in this movie?" Oh, nothing but trouble. Yes. 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 Thank you. I just. <laughs> you would uh, think with that yeah. cast, I mean, Chevy Chase, uh, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Demi Moore, you would think that you would get some more out of it. You know. I I that was a case of you know they're they're thinking of how they're spending their paychecks because it was just. Uh, it was it was not good at all, and yeah, he he kind of gave me the impression while he was in that film of like, why, why am I here? What am I doing here? <laughs> I'll tell you, mine was uh, he had a small part in this as well. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Boris and Natasha the movie, kind of like based off of the uh, off of the Rocky and Bowwinkle show. You know what I'm talking about? With was that that was with like Jason Alexander was Boris and yeah, Dave Thomas was in it. Um, right, yeah. right. Yeah, it was horrendous, uh, to say the least. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. again, I guess to get a paycheck, you get a paycheck. But I, Yeah, yeah, I'm, and look, hey, they can't all be winners, you know. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, it's, it's funny because uh, he, he was very young when he passed away. Huh? He was in his 40s, right? He, he was in his 40s, yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, but he was, when he was our age. He was, but when you see Wagons East... And again, look, it, 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 it's not a big surprise. He was a big man. But when you see Wagons East, like actually the other day I was flipping and it was on and it was a scene, you know, where he's like kind of standing addressing uh, this wagon train that he's going to direct back east. I'm like, man, he was I mean, he was huge. I mean, he looked like a balloon that was about to pop. I mean, he was just bigger. I mean, it's like, yeah, I could see like why he, he passed away. I mean, he, he was just massive, absolutely massive in that film. All right. So in the in the Mecca of 
funny fat men or funny people in general in that era of time, <laughs> what do you think he ranks? Okay, in that era, so pretty much pretty much the 80s into the early 90s. Well, pretty much most of the 80s. Yeah. I definitely think he's definitely... I think he's like top three. I, I would put him in there with like a Rick Moranis because I always thought Rick Moranis was hysterical and I know he didn't really do a lot. Like he kind of did some films and then he kind of faded away, but I always felt, I always thought he was hysterical. Um, yeah. He's, he's like, he's like in my top three. Cause he was the type of guy around that time. If I was watching a trailer or I heard a movie was coming out and they were like, you know, coming this fall, John Candy. And I'm like, okay, that's all I need to know. John Candy's <laughs> in this film. I'm going, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, you know, so at the time, and we see a lot of it, he did a lot of buddy movies. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, Great Outdoors, obviously playing trains and automobiles. Um, yeah. Spaceballs, for the lack of the matter, was kind of a, a buddy movie as well. Was there someone yeah. that he didn't do a movie with that you would thought would be a great, like, ticking, uh, you know, Going back and forth, yin and yang, yin and yang, yin and yang. I can't even say it. I, I understand, and I was about to, and I was about to say an actor's name, and then I realized they actually were in a film together. Uh, he was in Splash with Tom Hanks. He played Tom Hanks's brother in Splash. Yeah, and I was about to say, oh, I would have loved to see those two together, but duh, they were together, and they had great chemistry. Um, I I don't know, did he ever do a film with Rick Moranis? Because I think the two of them would have been hysterical together maybe not to get obviously they did space balls um, right right but not as like like teaming up with the two of them i think like a, a buddy movie with the two of them yeah would have been hilarious no i think so i kind of agree with that when they, they uh i mean i thought i really thought after um after he did brewster's millions with uh, richard pryor i thought he would be doing more with him as well i mean obviously richard pryor and gene wilder were they did how many movies right. together? Like five thousand of them. Exactly. Uh, you yeah, know, I thought that would be a great combo as well. Um, even like he didn't really do a full movie with Chevy Chase. Now Chevy Chase, I thought would be another great person to do a movie with. It. Yeah, I think it could have been. I, I think they could have been. And I, you know, and again, they were in Stripes together. But I would have loved to have seen like sort of like as as equal build co-stars like him and Bill Murray. I think would have would have had they could have made some great films together like if they became like a buddy team you know they, they would have done a good job do you think he needs more of a straight man kind of like what farley had with uh with david spade like another skinny guy to be like his skinny to the fat you know type of movie i don't know i think i think he really could have he really could adjust his humor that he could have done he could have had like a david spade with him you know, which he kind of had with Steve Martin in Plain Strains and Automobiles. But it's like if you put him in there with like a John Belushi or, you know, something like that, I think he could have adjusted his approach or his his acting and they would have pulled it off. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I get, I, like I said, I mean, he's done so many great movies and uh, he held his own. Obviously, we, we see it with a bunch of the movies that he's done mm -hmm. that he can handle. He could handle his own at the time. Um, what else about uh, Mr. John Candy that we love or don't love? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think we kind of really said it all. I mean, like I said, at, at that time, he was the type of actor that 
if I heard he was in a movie, it's like, I don't care. You, know, you don't need to tell me anymore. The fact that he's in a movie, I'm, I'm going to watch it. And, you know, I mean, to me, I think that's really rare, you know, when you just hear, like, I would probably say, like, around that time, if they, you know, if a movie came out and it was like starring Harrison Ford, okay, that's all I need to know. Harrison Ford's in the film. I'm, I'm watching it. It's you don't need to tell me anymore. If it, if it's a movie starring John Candy, it was a no brainer. I'm going to the Cineplex and I'm watching it. And I mean, that's just that's just how I felt about him. And you know, when he passed away, I was really sad because I'm like, you know, we, we lost a legend. Right. Exactly. Now we're, let's take away Wagons East and. Canadian bacon for a second. Sure. Um, you know, like you said, he's he can handle his own. Was there a movie that, you, like you said, you, if it's John Candy, you want to, you know, I'd go see it. Was there a movie that you went to and you said, I know I, I just didn't like it, besides the one that you really didn't like? <laughs> <laughs> um, that he did a bad job in. How's that sound? That he did a bad job in. Um, Mm, no, nah, I really can't think of one. Wow, that's that's saying a lot about an actor. Because right? I, I think so, absolutely. And your dog agrees with me. Yes, he's, he's completely <laughs> agreeing with you. I'm not even, he's just the, he's the co-host now, Jack. The, Jack the dog co-host. <laughs> absolutely, why not? <laughs> um, so okay, so we, we've got Jackie. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, so no John problem. Candy, great actor, very well, uh, very much missed. Um, very you know, I yeah. have you. Did you ever see him on uh, Second City? Yeah, uh, Comedy Central used to run like old episodes of it, and I would watch him. Um, and again, he would develop so many. Like a lot of those guys on that show, um, they would really just develop all these different characters. He had sort of like um, he had like a polka band leader. He did like um, this very sort of like nerdy host of like horror films um you know he just he just had so many different characters and they were ju they were just hilarious just absolutely hilarious so did did, did he like polka because he does hit a few of his a couple of his movies and stuff like that is um you know him playing polka i would assume so because you know yeah you know he was the polka king in um home alone um, like I said, he did it, uh, he did it on second city, you know, that was one of his characters. Yeah. He, he probably was a big polka fan. Sure. <laughs> sure. So here's a couple of facts about Mr. Uh, Candy that maybe people don't know. Um, okay. when he passed, mm -hmm. uh, he, he lies in the same crypt as a fellow actor who happens to be one of his friends, Fred McMurray, Mac Murray, you know who that is? Uh, from my three sons, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know they, I, apparently they, they, you know they had a, a kinship or a friendship, and they're buried mm. right next to each other, which I thought was that's uh, interesting. I never knew that. Interesting and kind of weird at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is there about John Candy? Uh, again, his last movie, uh, which we is not just Wagon East. It's actually he did a uh, a voice, a voice uh, for Pocahontas in '95. They ended up scrapping it though. Just after oh, okay. he died, so. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, again, John Candy has some great movies, great voice, great actor. Uh, I know I don't even. There's so much to say about John Candy. It's hard not. To, you know, 
like you said, John, uh, Jay, sorry. <laughs> God, uh, I'm having, I'm hey. calling you John Candy now. I'm not saying because you're big. I'm hey, saying... no, hey, I, hey, if, I, <laughs> if, if people think I'm as funny as John Candy, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just think that, you know, we, we didn't touch a lot on all like his, his, the movies themselves, but, you know, just the acting within like Summer Rental, his versatility was very good. Yeah, he went, oh. to the, he went to be a father. He went to be a police officer. He did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I, and I mean, I, and, and maybe that's, you know, from sort of like the training or when he really kind of honed his craft at Second City where, you know, like when you look at Saturday Night Live, like they do like parodies and, you know, they they kind of do, you know, different kind of sketches and things. And if you watch Second City... I mean, all these guys, you know, Rick Moranis and, and Eugene Levy and, you know, John Candy and um, Martin Short. I mean, their big thing there was, you know, doing some celebrity impressions, but really just developing all these different characters. And, you know, maybe that's how he became so versatile that he could sort of play that loving dad and then sort of play that wacky cop and, you know, just do all these. And like I, like I said, if you watch the film, Who's Harry Crumb? You see that versatility on display because he's like this very sort of serious detective, and then he's like he's disguising himself as a as as a as a race jockey. Uh, he disguises himself as like this Eastern European spa owner, and it's just like every little character and disguise he plays there. I, I'm just I'm cracking up. I'm absolutely cracking up. <laughs> you think you stole that idea from Fletch with uh, Chevy Chase? <laughs> I mean, it, you know what? I mean, I don't know when which film came out first or whatnot. Um, he did it better. You think <laughs> he, so? Yeah. He absolutely, he absolutely did it better. He just like like I said, it was everything. Everything he did was like with pure joy, and and I think that's why I really loved him. So you think as a whole, he's probably his movie wise is are better or worse than Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, or it's just uh, different. I think better. I mean, I think better. I think, you know, and, and again, you know, did he pick the better roles? Were these roles that were written specifically with him in mind? Or was it the fact that he would get the script and sort of think like, okay, how am I going to approach this? How am I going to change the way I do things to, to really make this role pop? You know, whatever it was. I mean, I think if you kind of look at some of those guys at that time, you know, like a Chevy Chase, a Bill Murray, and a John Candy, I think John Candy had more hits or better-known roles. You know, Bill Murray might have had, like, one or two really great ones, and Chevy Chase might have had one or two really great ones, but I think John Candy was pretty much consistent across his his films. I can see that. I mean, I, I personally am a... I love John Candy. I love Bill Murray probably a little bit more, though. Um mm -hmm. But you're right. I, I think with John Candy, so let's look at Bill Murray for a second. He's, sure. He had, you know, again, he had that role where he had like five or six great films where it seemed like he took anything that came about with John Candy kind of like, it seemed like he, he really looked to see what the right movie was for him and stepped into it. Yeah. And, and again, you know, is it because he was very, very selective or is it you know, writers and directors were approaching him saying, you know, look, I wrote this because of you. Like, like I wrote this character, like I wrote Uncle Buck, like the John Hughes say to him, I wrote Uncle Buck, John, with you in mind, you know, like, 
like when I started to write this, I'm like John Candy. Boom. He's Uncle Buck. You know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. So now here's a couple more questions and we can we can wrap this episode up. Um, Absolutely. Planes, trains, automobiles. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, granted, you know, they're going home for Christmas, but nah, I don't really, th- I just road movie, buddy movie. That's the way I kind of look at it. So that's a movie you can watch any time of the, any time of the year. Sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Here you go. Murder, okay. death, kill. All right. You got to pick three. Murder, death, kill. Which movie are you going to kill? Which movie are you going to marry? <laughs> what? Yeah. If you have you know, to choose out of these three movies, you have to watch one movie all the time, but it's only one of these three. Brewster's Millions, Great Outdoors, Who's Harry Crumb? Oh, Who's Harry Crumb? I, I'm watching that one every single time. Oh, that, like I that. said, that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that one, yeah, that one I can't stop. I mean, it's just, it, it is my, it is my 1A with Uncle Buck as my 1B. Okay, I mean, we'll those, get rid of those. those are just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brewster's Millions, Summer, Summer Rental, Great Outdoors. Uh, actually, Great Outdoors. I think that's a that's a great movie. <laughs> that well, is that is a great movie. Dan Aykroyd and John Candy are so great together in that movie. It's just it's hilarious. Oh yeah, you know, and Dan Aykroyd, another one I think is underrated. I hate to say that for him, but kind of underrated comedic actor. Oh, absolutely, and I think you know maybe part of it too is some of the roles that he picked, but you know. Yeah, he's very, I think he's very underappreciated and, and very, you know, yeah, a lot of people would probably, some people would say, oh, he was great, or ah, it was because he was in films with people that were better than him. I definitely think he wasn't, he wasn't really understood or, or, or appreciated as much as he should be. You know, I, th- I read somewhere that they considered John Candy to be in Ghostbusters, and he turned it down. Wow. That would have been, I, I, I mean, again, there you go. Ghostbusters, great film. Add John Candy to it. I think you just cranked it up a notch or two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we talked a lot about John Candy today, Jay. Yes, we did. We talked a lot of candy. I'm getting cavities just thinking about it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have no humor whatsoever. Um, so we talked John Candy. We, yes. al- we also talked Harry Potter. We also yes, talked wrestling. Do. Yes, we, we do. Toss, talk, anything else that's nerdy, pretty much, right? We, we lately we've been talking about gorgeous women from the 1960s. So there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm actually jealous. I heard uh, I heard you guys the other day, uh, Fat Guys and Little Coast, which you know you can find on uh, our big network there. Uh, you got to. I mean, I know you didn't. I don't know if you said you actually met her or saw her, but you saw uh, Barbara Eden. I did see her. That's all oh, I could I'm do so is jealous. see her, though. Uh, still, I am jealous. I am so, and I know she's probably what she's like in her seventies. She's eighty. Or, she's eighty something. But I kind of like after listening to it, I like Googled it and Googled recent pictures, and I'm like, <laughs> I have to be honest. She, she I mean, for her yeah. age, she's very slender. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess she's you know she's had the face work done, obviously. But, uh, yes. Uh, yes. But. She, no, no sign of like slowing down. The fans loved her. Um, if you, I'll just, I know if you haven't listened to Fat Guys, I'm just gonna give you a little spoiler here. Standing, I didn't stand in line to meet her. It was just too right. crazy. But at her table, mm-hmm. her handler, he makes the genie bottles for her. 
Oh, and, okay. And you get the okay. genie body bottle signed. I mean, they look really great. And, right. uh, you know, she was holding one or two in the pictures. Uh, kind of like the, uh, she didn't look like she was really happy about holding it. Kind of like, <laughs> like Biff with the almanac. But, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, but uh, you know, it was just, it was interesting to see her, uh, you know, in person. It's, it's, you're thinking, oh my God, this woman of the 60s, especially the era that I love, you know, love all their TV shows. It's kind of like yeah. a little in awe, I have to be honest. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know? um, so, yes, 60s, I Dream of Genie. We talk about everything here on uh, Enter the Nerd Zone. <laughs> so, yes, we do. Look for us to be talking about coming up. We have another Harry Potter. We got yep. some more wrestling stuff to do. What else, Jay? Uh, I mean, you know, we had a great time talking about John Candy. We will definitely talk about some more of our favorite actors, uh, not necessarily comedic actors. Uh, you know, we could talk about Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, do retrospectives like that. A while back, we did a, a retrospective on Rocky. We could definitely do more retrospectives on some other great film series. I know Jay wants um, to do something on Steven Seagal because that's his favorite actor of all time. He's hard to kill. <laughs> kind of. Steven Seagal, hard to kill. Yeah, I could, oh, I could, oof. We could He's, go a few hours on the, the character of Steven Seagal, absolutely. And, you know, not to go off on a tangent because I know we're going to be signing off here soon, but... We never jump off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> go for had, it. Again, just like John Candy, he had like that two or, th- two or three, maybe four years of just... Movie after movie, which I wouldn't say is great, but they were like, you couldn't stop watching, right? Absolutely, yeah. You know, early on in his career, it was like, ooh, there's another Seagal film coming out. And then once they started kind of heading in the opposite direction, it was like, ha-ha, he's putting out another one? You know. <laughs> yeah, they did that Alaskan movie, and that's when I kind of jumped ship. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, yeah. so check us out on brothersinarmchairs.com. We have our whole production team there of four guys. And, uh, you know, they have some great shows. Uh, check them out there. Actually, we have five shows. Sorry. Uh, my, shows favorite, yeah. my favorite is ours, of course. Uh, but yeah. make sure you check it out. John, Alan, myself, and Jay on all these channels. Uh, make sure on Anchor we have a call-in feature. Make sure mm-hmm. you're calling us. To give us yeah. uh, give us the information, and we're on. Where else are we at? iTunes and some other places. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can find this podcast, of course, on Anchor, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast. Uh, we have our Instagram page. Enter the Nerd Zone. Uh, I put up polls. I put up pictures of the stuff that we talk about. Leave us messages there. Give us a shout out. Tell us what you guys want to hear. Um, you know, why don't we do a poll, Jay? Of uh some of the actors that let's give them a couple lists of actors that they want that want us to listen that we're going to do that they want to hear first or something like that consider it done does that sound good sounds great that's like awesome and all i have to say is no 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 give me my steven seagal i'd love to talk about steven seagal oh that'd be i want to do i want to do a whole steven seagal episode being norton and grandin Okay, I mean that's that's how we have to do the show. I mean that's just people are calling for it. I hear it every day. I don't, all righty, that's all right. So Jay, yes sir. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Batman, go watch John Candy. That's right. Go watch John Candy. I love it. Na 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 na. See ya.